Welcome to the Mindful Life Podcast. Join me, your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator, as I navigate living my best life with the intention to educate and raise the collective consciousness around the benefits of living a mindful life. Each week via the Mindful Life Podcast, I will bring to you a range of content, including special guests that explore mindfulness, mindset, and mental health. Are you feeling tired or are you under stress? Are you overloaded or just generally feeling overwhelmed? Well, I'm really excited to share a very special stress reduction tool that I've been using and recommending to my clients for a number of years. Calm is the number one app for meditation, relaxation and sleep. With over 21 million downloads and achieving the Apple App of the Year in 2017, Calm is so perfectly aligned with all that I do as a mental health professional and all that I teach here at the Mindful Life Podcast. It is the perfect stress relief strategy and the perfect mindfulness tool. The app has so many fantastic and easy to use features, including Daily Calm, a brand new 10 minute meditation every day, 100 plus guided meditations covering anxiety, focus, gratitude, and so much more. 80 plus sleep stories to settle the mind and relax the body. Exclusive music tracks for focus, relaxation, and sleep. Calm Masterclass featuring world-renowned mindfulness experts. My personal favorites include sleep stories, and I've recently discovered Calm Music, which I have on a continuous loop at my practice, in counseling sessions, and in classes. I also love the Calm Masterclass videos, which cover some fantastic topics, including gratitude, happiness, and mindful eating. And not to mention all the great features the app now offers for kids, including sleep stories, meditations, and lullabies. I'm so very excited to be partnering with Calm to bring you, my listeners, some amazing offers. Calm is so generously offering the Mindful Life podcast listeners a free four-week subscription to the Calm Premium app. All you need to do is head to the following link, calm.com forward slash calm health trial. That's calm.com forward slash calm health trial and just follow the prompts to enjoy your free four-week trial of calm premium you'll be feeling calm relaxed and at peace in no time the mindful life podcast acknowledges the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded We recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello and thanks for joining me for episode number 26 of the Mindful Life podcast. In today's episode, I talk with Amanda Radovic, event director at my local park run, Mernta Park Run. Park Run is a weekly five kilometre timed event that you can either run or walk. They are held every Saturday in many local communities throughout the world. They are free and they're for all abilities and it's a great way to explore and connect with your local community. 
Parkrun originated in the UK back in 2004 and there are now 350 parkruns worldwide. It was great to catch up with Amanda and to learn all about parkrun. Mernda Parkrun would not be possible without the vision and the determination of Amanda and her team of run directors and regular volunteers. Parkrun is a truly welcoming and inclusive community to be part of. It's a fantastic event and a great way to make new friends and not to mention the benefits to your mental health and well-being through movement and social connectedness. It's the true definition of community spirit and connection. So welcome Amanda uh, to the Mindful Life podcast. Hi. <laughs> I'm here today with Amanda Radovic and she is the Mernda Park Run event director. So Mernda Park Run is my local park run and I try and get down there every weekend. Uh, so I thought it would be really helpful to have a bit of a chat with Amanda um, around the benefits of park run to our mental health and well-being. So welcome. Thank and if you, you want to start by, um, I suppose, telling the listeners what park run is all about. All right, so for starters, Parkrun has a bit of a, a catch cry. They call it a free weekly five-kilometre run. Um, essentially, it's a run. It's never a race. It's always a run or a walk because a lot of people walk. Every week it's run by volunteers. There's no cost to anybody and you come along, you meet with your community, you do your run um, or your walk. And then afterwards we gather at the, we have a barbecue shelter at Mernda, we're fortunate to have that. So we all gather there and sort of chat and cheer each other on. And then we go for post-run coffee or post-run brekkie, which just helps to facilitate that community get together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the community connectedness is really important. Oh, 100%. Yes, so much. Excellent. So... Where did Park Run originate? How did it begin? How long ago? Sure. So it's actually a global thing. It's not just in Australia. It started in England um, at a place called Bushy Park um, back in 2004, so October 2004. Um, a fellow by the name of Paul Sinton <laughs> Hewitt, sorry, he started it back in um, in October. There were 13 Park Runners, and he had yeah only 13, and he had that vision. He wanted the to call it a run, not a race. It's never a race. It's just about getting out there and having fun um, and then getting the community together. So he wanted people to come with prams, people to come with dogs and just get together as a community and start that post-run uh, coffee, which is mm. what really changed it from just being for runners, serious runners, into people who just want to get together, get out in the park, have some fun and run. Yeah. So Mernda Park Run, mm-hmm. as I said, you're the event director Mm -hmm. so when did that start we launched in uh june 17 17 2017 so we're coming up for our second anniversary yeah and i was at that that, um, (laughs) i was at that very first park run i do remember yeah uh so every saturday eight o'clock um Mm -hmm. all around australia it's only lots of different communities it is just be aware with the uh, (laughs) with the eight o'clock in in victoria and i believe in new south wales it's eight o'clock seven o'clock in the warmer state so in queensland it's seven o'clock because it gets too hot too early um and then in tasmania it's nine o'clock in the morning so they get a bit of a sleep in okay i've actually done i did broad beach in queensland um a few months back and i checked just before i uh, went to bed and i I saw that it was seven (laughs) o'clock so thank god i did because in queensland it's daylight at 5 a.m and it's hot like by the time you finish it's hot especially in the summer 
Yeah. So yeah. on that subject, um, you know, we can do park runs anywhere and everywhere, yeah. can't we? Sure can. And overseas as well too. They're in lots of different countries overseas. So yeah. if you're going overseas and want to, um, well, I plan my holidays around the park runs. <laughs> It's a bit of a cult it can become. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can. You can sort of look up your destination and find your closest park run and do some park run tourism. <laughs> I was saying to you earlier that I actually did a park run in Paris last mm. year, so that was incredible. So um, But you forgot your barcode. And I forgot my barcode. <laughs> and speaking of barcodes, mm. let's talk about that. So what's the barcoding all about? Obviously sure. you've you you've got to register, or you should register, and then yeah. you're given um, a bit of an ID and a barcode. So do you want to talk That's about right. that? Okay, so what you do is you, you can get on either through our Facebook pages, so you can look up Parkrun through Facebook pages, um, or you can get on uh, via Google it and get onto the websites. You go in, you register, um, like I said, it's just all you, there's no obligation to anything except we do ask that you bring your barcode. So when you register, you will get given an, a special unique ID barcode which you then bring along with you and then that means that at the end of it you'll get your barcode scanned and the podcasters can't see me talking with my hands like this can they? <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> but so yeah so you get your barcode scanned together with your finished token and that will give you your time and will also give you a credit for every time you run because oh. we have a milestone program oh, so yeah. let's talk about that sure. so that sounds like you can set some goals that's right and work yep. towards those goals Absolutely, um, yep. and you know improve your time each week yep. as well so how does the Absolutely. milestoning work okay so the milestoning works that if you're a junior so you're um, between the ages of 4 and 14 I believe um, that you'll get a 10 every when you've done your 10th uh, run you or walk you will get a a celebration or that we actually do it at the run brief where we do a celebration and take your photo and then they'll also get the t-shirt so we get a t-shirt white t-shirt for 10 and it'll have that on the back and it's just a big thing in parkrun we celebrate it for the adults it's 50th parkrun 100th parkrun 250th parkrun and 500 plus the all-important uh, 25 volunteers okay so yeah when you've done 25 volunteers because they also get um, marked each week so you get a credit every time you volunteer okay yeah. we'll talk a bit about volunteers a bit later on so printing off your barcode mm. um and that gets scanned at the end of your park That's run right, yeah. you, you work up uh your milestones That's and right. you can also look at improving your time whether you're 100%. walking or running so you might want to uh, set a goal of shaving some time off your walk or run exactly look we had a, a walker when she did her first park run her first park run was in excess of an hour and 15 and within a few park runs she was down under the hour mark and she was super proud of herself so you know it's not just for the runners who want to get you know faster times we all like seeing that improvement yes so, yeah. and I can relate to that Amanda as I get older <laughs> I find that I am getting a podium because I'm in that 45 to 50 age group and particularly if the weather's not so great mm -hmm. I'll look out the window and that'll motivate me to get out of bed because sure. I think I might win my category that's right so. that's right so um yeah the, we have age categories so like with any sort of running event and I'm very slow. I'm a very slow run walker. Yep. And my age category is sort of around the 30%, 25%. 
um, although it's all relative because to some people that would be fast and I look at people at the top end and yep. think, oh, wow, they're so fast. But, you know, it's not about speed. It's about improving yourself. Well, I've just moved up into the 50 category, uh, 50 to 60. I had my 50th birthday a couple of months ago. So all of a sudden my age grade has improved without yes. me having to do anything. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? So the older you get, um, I won't say the faster you get, but maybe the better you get in your category. So even those little things, can mm. can motivate you if that can sure. get you out of bed um, and you know that that's not what it's about it's not mm. about winning categories or anything like that but if that's a little carrot for you I it's think a that's, bit of fun it's just a bit of fun absolutely yeah. uh so on that note of um timed runs obviously you know we've talked about walkers mm-hmm. um but there's people out there who who run and maybe they take it a little bit more seriously so sometimes we have pacer days so do you want to tell the listeners what that's about they're very popular so once a quarter um, we do pacer days every park run will have a different timing for that and not all park runs do them we don't have to do them but we like to offer it so we will um, set out different times people who would like to say get under 20 minutes 25 minutes 30 minutes 35 minutes right up to an hour and we also have some in between so we might have 22 and a half minutes or so on we will get a pacer someone who runs faster than the than the time that they're um, that they're pacing for so that they can keep to that pace evenly and then people will just follow them they just they've got it written on their back they wear a bib with their time on their back and then if you chase that pacer down and you can keep with keep up with them then you're going to get that sub 30 minute park run or that sub 45 minute or whichever time you're chasing That's and great. it's it's really popular like people love it don't they yeah <laughs> and you know you you can come along and do that but you can also still do sure. your walk on that day as well absolutely. so it's up to you whether you, you don't have to chase a, chase a time at all but if you want to it's there yeah. absolutely so it's mm. a good goal to work towards mm. so your family or, or some of your family's involved in this your daughter sure. chloe she's mm. a runner as well and sometimes yeah. she's guest run director is it yeah so we have a team of eight run directors um and that just spreads the load because if we were to do every single park run it's a lot to ask of um of any one person or family so we've got eight different run directors and they're we got the best team our guys are great (laughs) i'm sure they are everywhere but we're particularly fond of our rds we shorten them to rds yeah yeah so chloe um is she was my very first run director um, along with another lady called Kirsty, and my husband came on board on New Year's Day as a run director as well too. But we've also got Nikki, we've got Matt, Matt and Matt, we've got two Matts, <laughs> Yvonne and who haven't I who haven't I said? Robin might be coming on board. We may have a new run director coming board, and Terry and Nikki. So it's a good. And they're all section. volunteers, Amanda. So nobody is paid. These That's are all right. people who are. Uh, doing this because they love running, they love being active, and they're doing this for their community. That's right. Um, there's other volunteer positions as well. Absolutely. So each week there's a roster and people can volunteer. So that's another fantastic way to be involved in Park Run and to yeah. be connected to community. So do you want to talk a bit about some of the other volunteer roles? Sure, absolutely. So we have, um, every week we have a timekeeper. They obviously take the time as you come in over the um, over the line, over the finish line. A finish token person who actually gives you your finish token so you know what number you came in. The barcode scanner. Uh, we have a marshal on course because there's one part of the course where we definitely need to give some direction. 
Um, we also have one role that's not necessary, but we do like to um, have it wherever possible as photographer, so that you can go and check those Facebook photos. <laughs> Be Facebook famous. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Get tagged and tag all your friends. Um, and then the tail walker. So the tail walker walks behind and he brings everyone home, he or she brings everyone home. They pick up a few things, you know, like we have a few flags and directional markers and stuff. But the tail walker has the job of coming last, so that's really important because if you're coming along for your first park run and you're concerned that, oh my gosh, what if I'm last? You can't be. You just can't be last because a tail walker is always last. What is last. the stigma around I don't being know. last? I don't know. Five kilometres is five kilometres, whether yeah. you do it in 15 minutes or whether you take two hours, you've still travelled five And there's no time limit, is there? No. If there is someone who is taking sort of an hour and a half, that yep. tail walker will stick with them. That's exactly right. Or not. If they want to chat to the tail walker, the tail walker will chat to them. If they just want to, you know, they want that quiet headspace and they don't want to talk, then the tail walker will hang back. We're here for anyone, no matter how fast, no matter how slow. We're here for it. Yeah. Fantastic. So volunteering is another fantastic way yeah. um, to get involved. It's a good involved. way to get a feeling for it. So some people who may be a little bit reticent about coming along, you can come along and do one of the volley rolls. They're really simple, really, really simple. We'll tell you what to do and um, they can get in to see it for themselves mm. and see if it's something they'd like to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And I notice uh, on the Facebook page it says in a couple of weeks that the kids are taking oh, over park yes. runs. What does that mean? That means we're going to have a chaos? It probably will be a bit, <laughs> but yeah, it's all in, all in good fun. So we've got so many families. This area is really a young mm. family area. There's a lot of young kids and, and whatnot. And we have a lot of families that come very regularly. And we're giving the sh we're handing the show over to the kids. The kids are going to do everything. We've got two young run directors for the day. We've got a thousand marshals because we're not turning any children back. If they want to volunteer, they can volunteer. So we've got lots of marshals out there. They're going to have their hands, their clapper hands, the on giant the hands too. We've, got, yeah. we've only got a few of them, so we've gone and got some of those clappy hands oh, as yes. well, so they can do that. Um, and yeah, they're going to do everything. So has that happened before? I, it does. It's something yeah. that park runs do. Obviously, there will be parents with them supervising. We're not going to be leaving children out on course solo. No. Um, but, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be great fun. And I think that's what it's all about. It's a very family-friendly, yeah. child-friendly event. Yeah. Um, so kids as young as, did you say four can four, run? yeah. And yeah. what are the rules around kids participating? Yeah, we do have, and the rule is for... Uh, for everyone's safety, for the children's and for the other um, participants. That's just that the children under the age of 11 need to be within an arm's reach of an adult. Um, it, can, it doesn't have to be the parent, but as long as it's an adult. Um, that's basically the only rule for children, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, some of those kids are pretty fast, so they've got to find um Yeah, that's why I say <laughs> they've got to find a fast dad or right. someone to run with. That's exactly why I said it doesn't have to be a parent because oftentimes the children are faster than the folks. So Yeah, that's right. I know I can't keep up with um with my kids, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so hmm. I wanted to talk about um the importance of physical activity to mental health. Hmm. You know, this is the Mindful Life podcast hmm. and I'm all about mental health and mindset and mm. mindfulness. Um, so clearly this is something that is fantastic for mental health and wellbeing. Mm. People are getting out, they're getting active, whether they're running or walking. Yeah. They're connecting with their community and other yeah. people. Um, so it's something that can be really helpful and can help people who may be isolated, mm. who maybe live alone, to get out and meet people. 
Mm, Have sure. you found that? For sure, for sure. The, the wonderful thing about uh, Parkrun is that community mm. and it really does connect the community. We've seen so many friendships um, grow, but like that initial connection becomes a friendship and then next thing you know, you're seeing them you know, out doing other things together because mm. it's gone beyond Parkrun. Um, and it's facilitated by everyone's so encouraging and we all cheer each other on and then we hang around and talk afterwards and then we go and have coffees afterwards and that is what starts mm. this wonderful community. Well, I think that's something really vital and you touched on mm. that earlier, that um, connecting, yeah. you know, over having a coffee, having breakfast. And, you know, I've travelled around and I've done different park runs and if you have a look at the app, there's a little section that says, mm. you know, where do we catch up after park runs? Yes. So it's an integral part, isn't it? It really is, um, yeah. It's the catch up afterwards and, you know, mm. almost like the debrief. Let's talk about, you know, the run and, and other stuff as well. You let's know, refuel let's, as well, yeah. don't forget. <laughs> it's all about the coffee and the bacon. So I think, you know, it goes without saying that um, it's it's almost a prescription for health. Yeah, um, and a bit of a, a personal story, I introduced my in-laws, and I've told Amanda this story, mm. uh, to Park Run in early January. They are 71 and 75. Mm. Um, and they've now done 12 straight park oh, runs. Oh, that's amazing. It's incredible. And their local park run is Cobram. So yeah. it's, um, and that's sort of on the Victoria, New South Wales border, right on the river. So the, the park run, have you done that one? No. Oh, Cobram, yes, we have. It's yeah, beautiful, have. It isn't is beautiful. it? So it's right on the riverbanks. Mm. It's a trail uh, park run. And we took them along for their first one. And then we just left them on their merry way. And look, to be honest, I wasn't sure that they were going to go mm. off on their own and do yep. it from week to week, but they've now done 12 straight. Love it. Uh, love they it. did Laylor Park Run with us this past mm -hmm. weekend because they were here for Easter and uh, we did Laylor because we knew it was their third birthday. Yeah, birthday anniversaries are fun, aren't they? Yes, <laughs> and also it's my sister-in-law's local park run, so we thought yep. we'd do a bit of a family park run and we managed to drag the teenagers out of bed too, which was good. <laughs> so their 12th park run, and it was funny, my mother-in-law felt like she uh, was cheating on Cobram park run. <laughs> no, you can't cheat on park run. You can't cheat on... That's right. It's park allowed. Run. Tourism is so much fun. Like I said, every time we go anywhere, we plan it around park yes. run, right down to the fact that we're doing a cruise um, next January, February, and when I realised that we're in Auckland on a Saturday morning, it's like, now how quickly can we get to our closest park run? <laughs> well, you just check the app, Amanda, don't That's you? Exactly check the app right. and it will tell you where your local check, park yep. run is. That's right, check the, check the website. Yeah, exactly, yeah. check the website. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they did Layla with us, so they've done 12 straight. Mm -hmm. and. You know, it just goes to show that it's never too late. Um, they're in their, their early 70s and mid 70s. And once I said to my father-in-law, oh, you know, Pop, you can um, you can work towards getting your 50 park runs and you get a free T-shirt. Mm. He said, that's it, I'm, I'm doing 50 oh, now. Yeah. And so he was really excited. So it's he's had increases in strength, mobility, mm. um, and of course, you know, his cardiovascular health. And um, he's just more confident you know he even got on one of the kids bikes over Easter oh, <laughs> so I think it had given that's him great, yeah. some confidence so mm. you know it goes without saying that it uh it does uh help in terms of mental health and well-being mm. and I know you've had some of them I and I have a lived experience of anxiety so I can certainly relate mm. to that it's helped me 
um, you know, with my anxiety, but I wanted to talk a bit about some of your struggles. Mm, you mentioned sure. that you were happy to talk about sure. some of your difficulties and how running um, and physical activity has helped mm. you as well. Yeah, yeah. So I was diagnosed last year at 49 with ADD. Uh, I used to joke all my adult life that, uh, yeah, that, that's just me and my ad, uh, my adult ADHD, <laughs> but actually I diagnosed myself. Self-diagnosed. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I was actually led quite a um, sedentary lifestyle until my early 40s. And then I started to exercise and got so much into exercise that I became a personal trainer. But that's a whole other story. But it did make a massive difference, a massive difference to my mental well-being Mm. and my emotional happiness and you know, all of those wonderful endorphins after exercising, you know, did a wonderful thing. Running for me, I love so much because I do get that endorphin release, Mm. but I get that mindfulness. My mind Mm. is always busy, always a lot of noise going on in my mind without my (laughs) my Ritalin. (laughs) (laughs) But this was before I was was medicated, so um, I did have a lot of noise in my mind going on, and when I'd run, it was the beating of my of my heart, mm. the sound of my breath, you know, the footfalls, mm. the rhythm of the, you know, my cadence and all of that, just that mindfulness, hearing the birds as I, you know. So you were really tuning in, weren't I you? I was. I was just calming and, and, and bringing, my, bringing all that noise and business just down to simple. What was, was going on in that moment? Yeah, exactly. And it might have been the smell of the tea trees and the eucalypts or it might be the dog barking in the distance and the bird in the tree and just breathing through it and it was it was also almost meditative for me absolutely yeah. well i think running um can be very meditative yeah. and walking you know you can you can participate in walking meditation mm. simply by focusing on your breath and mm. as you say how your feet feel when you hit the ground and what's yeah. going on around you yeah yeah that's fantastic so you know that's um great news for other people who have those difficulties that mm. that running and walking and other physical activity certainly yeah. can help quieten the mind and that wonderful endorphin release when you're finished <laughs> yes and also too I've, i find that personal accomplishment of i did it it was tough today mm. but i still did it you know when you have one of those runs where it's just a tough run but you get out there you do it anyway and that sense of achievement absolutely was, is, is always a really great feeling so absolutely yeah. So, Murder Park Run, back to our park run. Yes. Let's talk about where it's located if people want to come along mm. and join in, either run, walk, or volunteer. Yeah, sure. So, location of Murder Park Run is. So, it's actually just off of Murder Villages Drive, which is near the intersection of Plenty Road. So, you, there's a set of lights there, you can't miss mm. that one. Um, locals may know it as being opposite the dog park. Um, but we call it Mernda Wetlands or the Mernda um, Adventure Playground. There's a structure there with the playground where they've got these big orange and yellow horses. That's the car park to our park run and you just walk on up to the uh, the barbecue shelter which is at the top there. And race briefing is at what time? We do that. We ask you to arrive at quarter to um, eight because we do have a about a four minute walk to the start from where our barbecue shelter is. We usually start the run brief just around um, 10 to, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if people are interested uh, in volunteering, how can they be part of that, Amanda? Sure. Uh, look us up on Facebook. It's probably the easiest way. Um, and we're just a Facebook. Uh, if you go into Facebook, just search for Park Parkrun. Or you can um, look us up on the um, 
just on the website, mm-hmm. so which is www.parkrun.com.au forward slash Amanda. Oh, very good. There you know that off the top of your head. And I'll put all those links in the show notes yeah. as well. And look, people can just show up, print off yep. your barcode. Yep. So get onto the website, yep. register. Um, you just need to, it's, it's like creating an account, isn't it? You put your yep. email address, that yep. generates then um, a registration number. You put in That's a few right. details, emergency contact. Yep. That then generates your barcode. I think that gets emailed to you yep. and you can print those off, I think, is it six barcodes that you are sent um, yeah. and you can have five spare, keep one in your car, yeah. you know, one in your phone. One in the back of your phone. That's yeah. right, but they do need to be printed out. <laughs> they do. Um, that's, they do. that's important. They can't. The reason, the reason we have that is not all our barcode scanners can read on a watch or if you mm. actually have it on your phone. The other reason is purely for your safety. If anything happens, it's mm. got your ice contact details on there. We've got a point of contact as well too. It also means that by bringing that along, you're gonna get the email, the, uh, the runners and walkers will get the email to say what their time was mm. and that credit for their milestone. So it's very professional, isn't it? It really well is. It really organized. is. It runs like a well-oiled machine, I think. It really does. Mm. It really does. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming along and you're having welcome. a chat today. And um, I will be cheating on Murder Park Run no, this week. you're not weekend. cheating. You're just tour- <laughs> you're touristing. <laughs> okay, I'll rephrase that. Rephrase. I'm touristing this weekend. I'm a tourist last week. Um, I'm doing actually Albert Park yeah, Lake one, yeah. yep. this weekend. We're going into the city. Um, mm-hmm. It's my husband's. It's Sean's birthday, so heading into the city for the weekend. And I, I actually looked up Albert Park Lake Park Run. They get 500 participants. Yeah, they do. It's they crazy. Do. And they so that's a one one lap circuit, yeah. or it's one lap of the lake, which is five kilometres. Yeah. Um, so that'll be an interesting. Yeah. One to do just on the distance park run is five kilometers if you don't do the five kilometers we don't scan the barcode but if we've got someone who's concerned that they can't do mm. or they're concerned they may not be able to finish the 5k we're really fortunate in that we're a double lap course mm. and at any given time you're only about 600 meters from the finish so they can do as much or as little as they want and build up to the five mm. kilometres even. So, it's good to yeah. know and really good for kids too and yes. perhaps some of our older park runners who yes. just want to start out yeah. um, you know, doing a bit of a short course. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you thank so you. much for coming along and having a chat. Terrific. Thank you for having me. If for any reason you have found the content of today's podcast triggering or distressing in any way, please consider accessing some professional support. Australian mental health telephone support numbers are listed in the show notes. You've been listening to the Mindful Life podcast with your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator. If you'd like further information or you'd like to connect, feel free to make contact via Facebook or Instagram under the handle Mindful Life Podcast or via email mindfullifepodcast at gmail.com.